Hello one and all, it's Tyson Johnson. I'm doing another solo podcast episode today. Uh, if, if you listen to my, my last one, it was kind of a diversion from the typical theme where I talked about growing a business, a side hustle, and my experience with that so far. And I'm going to do another one of these on how to land your dream job. I have some very strong feelings about this. And I'm going to share my story with this. So uh, almost a year ago today, I landed a role at Johnson & Johnson Vision, the AccuView division. I mean, how could they not hire me? My name's Tyson Johnson. They have to have more Johnsons on the team. So I played that to my advantage and joked that uh, nepotism is alive and well at Johnson & Johnson. Uh, I'm I'm joking because it's not. But I want to rewind the clock and talk about my career story with the intention of knowing that a lot of people, especially kind of like middle age, younger age professional guys, at some point want to pivot and find a new home, a new career, a new employer. I don't have a ton of experience climbing the corporate ladder. That would be someone else would be more versed, but I have learned some things about LinkedIn and networking and Glassdoor recently about Johnson & Johnson, which has become my dream career, that I'm going to share with the entire motivation of giving back and for posterity's sake. Over the last year, I've had three people who have come to me, and I actually have a screen share version of this uh, that I filmed on LinkedIn showing this this exact strategy. But I'm just going to do audio format today as a podcast episode to basically walk through what I did to land, for me, what has been the best role in my career. Highest pay, best fit, great company. Okay, so... Without boring you too much, I have experience applying this concept to, I got my job uh, as a younger professional at ADP, the payroll company, you know, Fortune 500 company, good reputation. I landed a sales job there using this approach. I landed, and and I won't, I won't bore you with all the details. Most of us know that eventually whether it's our boss or the, the fit of the role, the company culture, whatever, we move to other jobs. That's kind of been my story. I landed another job at Wells Fargo, uh, which was low six-figure income using this approach. And then mo- more recently, a year ago, landed this job at Johnson & Johnson, same thing. So what have I learned? Well. I have learned the hard way that applying for jobs online is painful and oftentimes not very fruitful. I'm sure you can relate. So what I've learned is to use LinkedIn as a way to shortcut this process. It's not a total guarantee. It is a process, but your likelihood of getting your foot in the door and killing it in an interview and shining from from all the other candidates goes way up with what I'm about to share with you. All right, so what I have done is on LinkedIn, um, I play 
my college to my advantage and my religious affiliation to my advantage, what I'll do is, oh, let me back up. As a first step, what I did a year ago, actually a year and a half ago, I started looking for, I realized that not all employers are created equal. Some employers have an internal toxic culture of turnover, cutthroat, churn and burn, especially, I've been in the sales arena my whole career, it's more common there, but there's cultural nuances everywhere you go, it's different. Well, I used a tool called, a free tool called Glassdoor, just go to glassdoor.com, and what's cool is you can look up Fortune you know, like large, large companies, mid-sized companies, small-sized companies that are ranked very high or even ranked as best places to work on a variety of criteria. So I set about trying to find companies that might have positions that could be a fit for me that were also ranked as best places to work because I knew if I could land a job there, my likelihood of tenure, fulfillment, happiness in the corporate world would go way up. So that was a huge starting point for me, and I found Johnson & Johnson was on that, like, year after year, best place to work. Great benefits, still pays a pension, uh, great company culture, values employees, tenured employees, opportunities for advancement, will help pay for an MBA, like... All of this stuff that for me was very appealing, not maybe that won't apply to you, but you can find out that type of information on Glassdoor and even better, you can type in job roles and, and employees will give you a feel oftentimes what the pay is to help you filter that. So I used that to my advantage and J&J &J got on my radar pretty quickly a year and a half ago. So step two, and again, that takes a, it's a, it takes a lot of work, right? But what you're doing is you are, sh you are shifting to start, like, when you're unhappy at a job, you feel it's a horrible place emotionally to be. It's draining. You feel like you have no control over your life, which is not fun. What this does is it puts you back in the driver's seat, and it's reinvigorating because because then you can narrow your focus and start hitting the bullseye more. Like, okay, I have found 10 possible employers that are ranked there. For me, I, I liked Fortune 500 companies because I knew there would be a lot of opportunities nationwide if I just found some companies that hit, met that criteria. Crap, Capital One Bank was another one that kind of met that criteria and I landed some interviews there. Anyway, you get what I'm saying, but that's the first step is get get focused, narrow your targets, and your searches will be more productive. Step two is LinkedIn. So what I started to do was I used my college alma mater as, as a way to uh, build trust with people. So I looked up on LinkedIn... Um, who works at, at Johnson & Johnson, and there's tens of thousands of people. Well, then I went to my, I, on, in the search filters, you can distill it down who went to the same college as you did, or if you're a part of a LinkedIn group, like I was, um, 
you, I searched also, uh, it's a religious group, basically. I added that as a filter, and I found dozens and dozens of employees at Johnson & Johnson who shared those common things with me. So I reached out to them. I sent them a personalized connection request on LinkedIn saying, hey, I see you're at J&J. I also see we went to the same college. Go Cougs. Uh, you know, that, that's our mascot. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at J&J as a potential employer and would love to pick your brain um, on them as a company. And um, to my surprise people uh, accepted my connection requests and were willing to talk with me on the phone, which was awesome. And I gathered so much helpful information and I would take notes. And keep in mind that every phone call like this, every person you connect with, if you write down their name and jot down a few notes, because when you get an interview, you can leverage this like crazy to your advantage. More on that in a second. You're you're building um, a case study. You're building you're building credibility for yourself as a way to differentiate yourself from all other candidates. So, the first three or four phone calls were meaningful. It validated the Glassdoor research I had done. Great company. People seemed happy, and I just kept doing these calls with the hopes of. Um, finding someone who is in the division and had experience. So anyway, I happened to talk to a national sales trainer, which was golden for me. Um, I talked to another guy as well who happened to know, see, we were thinking about moving to St. Louis from Las Vegas a year and a half ago. And so I started searching St. Louis and one of the guys at J&J who I connected with happened to know the hiring manager of that territory, and it, it just so happened they had an open position. So you can see how the stars are, are working to align here. It doesn't always happen this clean, but the process is the same regardless. So Brandon and I chatted. He could tell I was a good dude. He could tell I was researching this and taking this very seriously and asking meaningful questions. And he told me who the hiring manager was, and I sent that hiring manager a LinkedIn note saying that Brandon and I had spoken, and Brandon speaks highly of you. And so you can imagine how that came across to the hiring manager. Needless to say, I passed the early round screening, got to the interview, and made it to the final stages. And for this panel in-person interview, I think there was, and I, I'm saying this in all humility because I don't get the credit, but there was some wow factor there. Because what I did was I said, hey, I've spoken with this national sales trainer. He and I went to the same college. He was kind enough to take my call. I learned these nuggets about the role that seem awesome. And then I talked to Brandon, who, who knows, you know, hiring manager, and he had this to say. And what's cool is they had me do a role play and I was using their terminology and vernacular even though I, it's internal jargon. And I think that that was a wow factor them because they're like, how would he know 
what this what a JBP is, how would he know what a partnership account is? All of these different phrases, they're like, this dude has done his homework. He's he's taken this very seriously. He's talked to the right people. And what that demonstrates is how I will perform in the role. They're, they're, they have to be thinking, if he takes an interview prep this seriously, how is he going to handle a project we give him or a territory that we give him or how is he going to come across in front of an important account? It's representative. It's a reflection of who you are. So needless to stay, say I was hired. I had already known from Glassdoor that it was uh, more pay than I had ever, ever been paid, which you know, for a lot of you, it's it's not, it's you know it's low low six figure for me, but that was significant, um, and you know that may be irrelevant for a lot of you high income professionals. I get that, but perhaps there's someone in your sphere of influence or a family member who can benefit from this strategy. Um, I felt like it allowed me to get past the stack of interviews. I felt like it very quickly in an interview setting allowed me to rise to the the top of the pile of candidates. And I had the backing of several internal J&J employees saying, hey, this guy's a good dude. We've spoken. You, you ought to consider him. I'm guessing that no other candidates had that going for them. They they probably even had a maybe they had an MBA and I didn't. Maybe they had a better resume and work experience. But these were things that allowed me to shine, and I've continued to stay close to those people ever since. And that's the additional benefit is you get hired at a new company and you for it's for a little while you feel like you're on an island because you you know who your boss is <laughs> maybe someone else on your team but you, you've joined a new family well because of the legwork you've done with this approach you've already been adopted <laughs> so to speak i already had five or six other people who had who had taken my call pre-employment who I could continue to touch base with if I needed anything and sure enough that's what's happened so you you instantly have a support network available to you it's the day you're hired and that gives you um, additional resources and support and you bring even more valuable value to the company because you're a connector you're a relationship builder. This this is how, by the way, the way I learned this approach was one of the most successful guys in the entire insurance arena that I used to work for Make, makes over a million dollars a year. He has a huge book of business. He's in Texas. He and his team use this approach of messaging people with a warm reference, some kind of familiarity so that they can get meetings with prospects. And this has been their secret weapon. I listened to an entire hour-long passionate presentation by him years ago and it changed my life. And it validated my approach at ADP and Wells Fargo because 
I had unknowingly used that to get um, interviews at those companies. And then when I heard him present this as a way he has grown his book of business with cold prospects who are then become warm and take meetings and he name referenced or familiar college alma mater, etc. Um, it became very validating in my mind to use that. And I've used that in my side business, my uh, fitness coaching business. In fact, many of you who are clients and we have over 50 of you now, um, you'll attest that uh, <laughs> I reached out to you in this manner. And I, I just feel blessed and humbled to be at Johnson & Johnson, wonderful career, such a good fit. Um, and it was because of this approach. So I hope that there's someone who listens to this. I don't know if it'll be today or tomorrow or a year or 10 years from now, or maybe one of my sons who can listen to this and it can bless their life. It can bless their employer's life. Um, and they can find some a good home, a good employer, because that's what I feel humbled and blessed to have found. So signing off today, that's my story thus far of landing my dream job.